Hey ladies, welcome back to my sleepover. I'm Lisa B. And the last time we talked, we talked about different ways that we can show love and support for one another in efforts to rebuild or reignite a stronger sister circle. Now, why is this circle so important? Because there's so many things that only we as women can relate to. And so many things that we've been through. And if we have each other to lean on for encouragement, we can grow and we can become our best selves. So I want to start off by asking, how many of you have ever walked into a room full of women that you did not know and they didn't know you, but instead of warm smiles, you got cold glares? (laughs) Maybe you thought of an occasion or two, right? Now, here's the hard part. How many times have you been in that room and a woman you've never seen before walks in and instead of greeting her with a warm smile, you gave her the cold glare? Did I strike a nerve? If so, guess what? That's okay. These conversations have to get uncomfortable for change to happen and self-reflection is a huge part of the puzzle. We can't expect change if we don't try to make change. The alternate is saying, haters gonna hate. But as the one walking into the room getting the glares, we may feel powerful. And in thinking that, it may fuel us, you know, for what we need in that moment to feel good. But do we later find ourselves feeling some kind of way? And maybe even writing off female relationships because of those situations. Now, if you find yourself guilty of sometimes being the one in the room, giving the cold glare to the woman walking in, you might ask yourself why. What are you personally personally feeling about this woman that you have never seen before? You've never even heard her speak. Yes, It's time to look at ourselves with no filter. And when I say no filter, I mean we have to be completely honest with ourselves. You know, having a daughter, I often have conversations with her about female relationships because of the hate that does exist among among women. And this started early. I mean, like middle school early. And to be honest, it was no surprise because I also experienced the same treatment. And honestly, I've also been on the other end, the hating end, so to speak. So speaking of my daughter, she agreed to come and talk to me today about this uh, situation, this topic. Um, Would you introduce yourself? Yes, I'm Brianna and I'm... Lisa B's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. How old are you? I am 23 years old. 23 years old. Mm-hmm. And you know that we have talked a lot about throughout your school years. You've tried hard to make friends, mm-hmm. uh, you know, girlfriends. And it's always been a challenge. Uh, and we've we've talked about it a lot. And I've tried to give you encouragement and advice. But... What do you think your experience, well, we would like to hear 
what your experience in trying to make deep connections with females have been? What what do you notice has been a problem? Well, throughout times, different periods of my life, there's been different things had that I had to overcome. However, I've noticed just recently, um, the biggest thing has been underlying jealousy and selfishness. A lot of people are selfish now, and they use that as an excuse to neglect other people's feelings. And also underlying jealousies, especially in friendships, jealousies that I wasn't even aware of because I come in with such pure intentions that people outside say, hey, do you you notice that was a little sideways? Do you notice that was a little undercut to you? And I'm like, no, she's my friend. So um, at least I know in my uh, past friendship that I had, my current past relationship friendship, that was a thing. Underlying jealousy and just what can I get out of that friendship? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I understand that's hard, mm-hmm. especially just like you said, when you come in with pure intentions and uh, in your mind, as I know as your mother, uh, that's been your main motivation is just to have a good girlfriend who you can trust and you can tell things to and you can support each other and and just be there and and do fun things with and you know just the trust um but I know we've also and that's important you know and that I would like to touch on uh where that comes from that's a strong word jealousy um so we're gonna leave that open and I want to uh, touch on that in a minute but how do you feel what about with people that you don't know like we talk about uh you know getting looks from females and and feeling uh, a certain type of way. Tell me what you feel um, when you get these looks. Give me a a situation like, you know, uh, that brings this situation to the forefront. (laughs) I don't know, I guess. Well, whenever I'm out in public, I make sure my makeup is done. You know, I love my makeup and Mm -hmm. I've practiced it. I've taken time to learn it. So I think I'm pretty good at it. So Mm -hmm. if I'm walking into a mall and there's a group of girls sitting and I get a look that I'm like, yeah, keep looking. I know I look good. This took three hours to do. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. It looks good. Look at it. So, you know, in the moment, I'm like, it kind of boosts up my confidence in the moment. Because of my, like, you know, my self-confidence that I have. And why does that boost your confidence? What are you thinking in your head? Because in my head, I'm thinking that they know I look good, which is why they don't like me, I guess, even though I haven't said anything. (laughs) Right. It's like, oh, it's like they can tell that I have the confidence and they see my confidence that I'm radiating Mm -hmm. and they're not into it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you feel like, okay, well, you know, they know that I'm looking good. That's why they're looking. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when it's not warmness, when you see females that are kind of looking at you in a way, um, in a negative way, and they don't know who you are and you know, you're looking your best self. You look at you are your makeup is fire. You are <laughs> you coming in there, and I'm not gonna use the word the bomb because um, you know that no was our that. nobody. Said, okay, no. well that was me back in the '90s. But okay. anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but you know you are looking good. You're you're all that, mm-hmm. and you said that you use that as almost like a motivation is like a um a way to feel even better you're like okay well they're hating on me what do you feel later on when you go home and you're you're just you yourself and your own thoughts 
do you still feel good? Do you still feel like, oh, okay, well, you know, <laughs> I don't care about what they think. What what does that make you feel that females who are supposed to be your uh, equal, y'all are, all, we're all supposed to be a team. How does that make you feel to get negative um, reactions? You know, and it's not even when I get home, because I try not to let that negative energy come with me. But even in that moment after I'm like, yeah, they're looking, so I know I'm doing something right. Maybe like two minutes later or immediately after, I'll feel, oh, wait, is it something I'm doing wrong? Is my hair not looking good? Is one eyebrow crooked? Is it the the way I'm dressed? Mm -hmm. And their negative energy, yes, I'm a confident person, but I'm not a perfect person. I still have my insecurities and things that, you know, I'm not confident in. And by them giving off that negative energy, they didn't have to look at me with, like, a hateful face. They could have blankly looked at me or just ignore me, not look at me. That entail feeds on the insecurities that I already have mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it gets it'll get to you sometimes you know mm-hmm. why can't you just look at someone and give them a pleasant smile right. and yes the immediate reaction is oh yes that means I look good I remember I went to a water park a few years ago and I was standing in line mm-hmm. and these two little girls came up to me and they're like oh my goodness I love your highlighter actually your whole makeup looks good <laughs> that I will always remember that moment because it just made me feel so good. First of all, it's always a compliment when, you know, little girls look at you and they're like, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. you're so pretty. Well, but, like, sorry. that confidence, that, like, entail boosted my confidence more than having a female who might be my age, around my age, looking at me hateful. I'd mm-hmm. rather that positive energy than that negative energy because... Mm-hmm. There's just no reason for it, you know? It's just putting down another female. You know what? I'm glad that you brought that up. I'm going to, as you know, I want to talk um, and be honest. I want this to be a space where we as women can uh, be real with ourselves. And I have to be real with myself and explain to you where some of that negativity could come from. I know my mom was dating a guy back in the day and um, she was so gung-ho on me meeting his niece. Oh, you got to meet. She's a sweet little girl. She's your age. You know, I want y'all to get together and she set up a play date. And I remember when we pulled up, this pretty little light-skinned girl came out of the apartment and immediately... It shut me down. Immediately, I felt horrible. And it wasn't toward her. It was about myself. Because, you know, in a black community, when you're browner skin, um, you're usually, you know, it's a negative thing. Boys are like, oh, you know, it's all about light skin. It's all about, oh, you're too dark. I mean, I I had a lot of uh, negative comments that were made to me because of my skin complexion. Um, so when I saw this little girl and like I said, we were about eight years old and she had long hair, she was light skinned. Uh, I immediately shut down and it wasn't her. It was me looking at her was like facing all the things that I wasn't. And it made me feel bad about myself. So I immediately judged her and I was In my head, I'm not going to play with her, you know, Um, but she came to the car and she was like, hi, my name is, I know I'm not going to put her 
name out there, but she was like, hi, I'm so-and-so, and, you know, hey, you want to play with, she was, <laughs> she was an amazing person, and she became one of my closest friends, but I said all that to Sabri, uh, that a lot of times, this is why I'm doing this. It's important that we not project all the things that we feel negatively about ourselves onto each other. You know, it's hard enough being a woman uh, and being judged. But for us to take the time to judge each other, you know, that's that's a lot of stress. We don't need that. You know, if we look on the inside and find the things that we're lacking in, um, you know, and, and we want to improve these things or even our insecurities. We may have insecurities. Why not use each other as inspiration? You know, self-healing requires a lot of uncomfortable realizations. And in those moments, we, we've really become our best selves, I feel. And at that point, we're able to really show genuine love and support for one another. Now, you may ask, people may ask, well, how do I really do that? If I'm feeling bad about myself, how do I really show support? A lot of people say, I can't feel happy for somebody else. or I can't feel this way about somebody else if I'm not where I want to be. Take dancing. Let's say you were the worst dancer ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, you've never been able to, you know, you've never had any rhythm. You've never been a good dancer. You heard that people would tell you, girl, you can't dance. You know, you beat yourself up. You're very, this was something you were insecure about. So you decided to take a dance class. Let me ask you this question, Brie. Mm-hmm. Would you hate on the instructor? Would you write them off? And would you you'd be like, oh, <laughs> This instru- oh god they think they're better than I am. Why are they why are they dancing like that? Would you what would you do? Would you would you do that? No. No. 9 times out of 10, you would watch and you would learn with aspirations of becoming a better dancer. Am I correct? Yes, definitely. Yeah. You might even awe and admiration. Wow, look at look at how good they dance. Well, I want to. That's 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 hot. You might even tell the dancer. So that's really cool. That's amazing. Either way, at the end of the day, you learn something from them, right? That's that's what we as women need to do. If there's something that we're lacking in that another female possesses. Instead of trying to make ourselves feel less inferior by putting her down, let's praise her. Let's praise each other. And in doing this, we're healing the wounds of misplaced competitiveness. We're healing our own wounds of feeling like we're not good enough or we're inferior. We will learn that we all deserve to shine. And it's not necessary to extinguish our sister's fire, you know. But to try to light our own, we're, that's not what we're here to do. We want to reignite the flame of true sisterhood. And my queens, we can do that one light at a time. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Lisa B. 
And today, my question is, do you really believe in quality over quantity? Well, I know I do. But what about when it comes to our female friend groups? Now, let me ask you this question. Do you ever notice in guy groups, they're a lot larger than ours? They all have different personalities and they all look different, but yet they accept each other? Now, what about our groups? Mm-hmm, that's a little, a little harder <laughs> and they don't last as long a lot of the times. Now, have you found yourself as an adult saying, no new friends in my Drake voice? Well, in that case, you have probably had many negative experiences. Why is it so hard to keep a group of female friends? I have found many reasons as to why this is a constant struggle. But the bottom line is, we sometimes find it difficult to accept each other's differences, and we can be very critical of, of these differences. Now, you know I can't make a statement or an observation without giving a little bit of my personal experience. I remember growing up, I had a speech issue, and my parents uh, put me in a speech therapy class. So, Throughout the years, I'm very conscious of my speech. Also, throughout the years, I've been judged. I've been made fun of. Oh, you're trying to talk like you're better than we are. Or, you know, why are you so proper, so to speak? Or, you know, just being judged for something that I had no control over. And that's the sad part about judging one another. We don't know each other's backgrounds. So we don't know why we do the things that we do, why we act the way that we act. But yet, we are very hard on one another. Our backgrounds are different. Unless we were raised by the same people, most of the time, our upbringings, our families, Everything that we have been known to do is different. Now, another way of looking at that is you versus you. How would you like to sit in a room all day and talk to yourself? I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, okay? I talk to myself uh, here and there. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. But how would you like to answer yourself back? Just you, yourself, your own thoughts, your own emotions, your own views. How would that be? Well, guess what? If we have a problem with other people's speech, the way they think, the way they act, then guess what, maybe we should be alone. But it would get pretty boring not having any other opinions, thoughts, or feelings, or even personalities to open yourself up to. Have you given up on developing close female friendships? If so, ask yourself why. Was it because of deep hurt inflicted on you by one of your female friends? Or maybe it was a loyalty issue. 
Maybe it was jealousy. Maybe you just didn't vibe, so to speak. That's why we have to continue to work on ourselves to fight any negative tendencies on our individual parts so that we in a group of women are an accent to the group. Now, I want you to imagine the most beautiful chandelier that you have ever seen. Most likely there were lots of lights that made it very bright and beautiful. Now, imagine this same chandelier. Some of the lights were flickering on and off. A few of them were dimmer than the rest. And then a couple of them were completely dead. Would that chandelier still be as bright, beautiful, and brilliant? The answer for me would be no. So, when all those lights are shining bright and are fully powered, the chandelier's brightness will last and continue to be beautiful. Now, that's the same in our female friendship groups. We can't have one heart of jealousy, one heart of hate, one heart of judgment, one heart of support, one heart of love, one heart of loyalty, and expect all of those different attitudes to equal real love, support, and trust that will keep those friendships together to form a united front against anything designed to tear us down. Tearing down from the inside will not build an empire. As a matter of fact, it will not build anything beautiful that is meant to last anyway. So the point is, it's important for us to continue to work on ourselves so that together our girl groups will become stronger and more genuine. Let's also be loving and more accepting of one another for those who have lost hope for having great female relationships. We're hoping that those will find a warm place in an empowering, beautiful group of women. So hey, let's continue to work on ourselves and love ourselves so that we can truly love one another.